Welcome back to the El Golpe Show. Yo, yo, yo. What's up, everyone out there? Dude, my voice is cracking. It's early in the morning. <clears throat> I'm here freaking drinking some coffee. Whenever I freaking drink coffee, uh, just for whatever reason, if that's all I had that morning, voice starts cracking like a motherfucker. So welcome back uh, to the Golpe Show, uh, where we review this weekend's uh this weekend's uh, day in fights, man. Basically, it, it was it was one of it was a really good Saturday night <clears throat> for for the UFC and for boxing. So I, I started off early because this this UFC 245 pay per view was fucking fire. At least I wanted to tune in since the early prelim. So and I rarely do that, man, because it takes so much fucking effort to just be chilling. And you know, I think it started at three fifteen or something, like three thirty. And that's like when the freaking when the fight started going on. So from three thirty until like about ten, you know, that's a long that's a long stretch to just sit there. But uh, you know, it, it's it's it was cool. It was cool. Definitely worth it. Uh, my lady was sick, so I just had it. Yeah, I was like, okay, well, I guess we're staying home and just uh, chilling, watching this. But let's see, freaking the UFC early prelims, man. That started with uh, Jessica Evil Eye. Winning over Vivian, um, that Brazilian girl. Yeah, they, you know, great win, great win. Good for uh, good for Jessica. Back in the win column, that kind of shit after that knockout. Um, good for her. I mean, I was tuning in for the second flyweight fight. So it was Brandon Moreno. This kid's out of Tijuana, uh, and he fights out of Etam, right? There's that fucking gym. Whenever you go to like Marisco's Ruben, there's like a, a, there's a mega dulce, like a block away, and then a block from that is this gym, so definitely a super cool fucking place, the crazy good jiu-jitsu, but you know, Brandon was cut from the UFC, he went to like Combates America, and then he came back, so it's it's good to see that he came back and won his fight, again, against like fucking a hard, a hard matchup, man, because this guy, uh, Kai Cara France, this guy comes out of city, uh, you know, he trains with, it, it, ringside was Israel Adesanya. He was there yelling shit at, you know, at Kai. Like, it, it's got to be fucking intimidating. If, you're, if your teammates are freaking Israel Adesanya and, and you know, fucking a hooker, you know, like, you, you got to worry that this guy's fucking stand-up is legit. Meanwhile, fucking Brandon Moreno comes out like, like, he's fueled by by the power of the Cholos, you know, by the Cholos Quinkles of Tijuana. Like, he is, he's fucking gearing to throw some leather. So, it was, it was a fucking crazy cool fight. You know, definitely, definitely kept it interesting. Uh, and then he pulls out with that decision, man. I, 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 super happy for the guy. Like, I can't be, I can't say nothing but, nothing but great things. You know, man, like, recording these shows by myself, it's a fucking little weird. Like, I just got to. I'm just chilling with the coffee. It's kind of nice. Chilling with some coffee, toggling back and forth, trying to play engineer on this little laptop, uh, and then just looking at making sure this thing's recording because then, I mean, I'm already fucking crazy chilling, talking to myself, but it's kind of more so if it's not recording, right? Uh, but damn, great fucking win. But Andy Moreno, the day, the day after the fight, I saw on Instagram that he was with Iridium Sports, so... Um, it's a, it's like a sports managing team. They, they handle like a lot of the fighters from like, um, 
you know, Timo Yama down in Irvine, that kind of a deal. So, so hopefully great things coming to him. Definitely deserves it being cut and coming back, you know, winning his way back to the UFC, that kind of a deal. And a great, great win over somebody that has a lot of fucking experience. Uh, Goddamn, you know, the best Sakai, but yeah, a lot of experience, great camp, that kind of a thing. So good shit, Brandon Moreno. And then the main event for the early prelims, man, On if you were to look at this fucking kid, Chase Hooper, if you were to look at him and be like, I wonder who the fuck is going to win, Daniel Tamor or fucking Chase Hooper, which looks like the lanky. I mean, I, I've seen, I've seen freaking... I'm trying to like think like uh, I- I've seen sticks thicker than this kid, man. Like he is fucking the epitome of lanky, of long and lanky. And then you thought like Daniel Tamor took him down, and-, and then you're like, oh well, fucking a, you know, it's gonna be this pressure, you know, this this heavier kid, or this heavier guy against a small fucking child. And then no, man, Chase Super pulls out some fucking jujitsu and blam, there you go comes out for the win with this freaking mounted triangle he, he could have come out like in any which way he could have just gone for that arm bar uh just mountain triangle it was it was fucking sick man this kid this kid's dope and then he gets on the mic man you hear how fucking young he is like you're like oh, I, I remember sounding like that back in middle school like what the fuck exciting exciting to see what this kid's gonna do in the ufc uh that definitely a great a great, these are probably the best early prelims ever. To, to have them that stack for the fights to go the way they did, that was, that was pretty good for, you know, for 3.30, Jesus Christ. And then, and then on came on the freaking, you know, the prelims. The prelims were, you know, the, the main thing I wanted to talk about was Irene Aldana. So Irene Aldana comes out, comes out and fucks up Ketlin Vieira. Like, it is fucking sick, man. She knocks her out. It was it was great to see that definitive win over a really, really tough Brazilian who is a fucking judo player. One thing so Irene Aldana, she she comes out of that Lobo MMA camp down in Guadalajara. It, definitely a fucking, you know, Mexico show. I was like, hell yeah, go Mexico. I didn't even know which way to go. I was like, I was rooting for like Tijuana, you know, for a little bit. And then I was like, go fuck at Chivas right after, you know, like it came out. If y'all don't know, man, like I, I can't go for, so that my whole house, you know, like where I live, you know, my in-laws and my wife, it's all, it's all, if you, if you know about like the football clubs in Mexico, uh, you know, you got America, which is literally like the Yankees of you know the fucking uh, of of football down there, but you you know unless you're born into it like she was and her whole family's just deep in that world, unless you're born into it, you you don't go you don't go America like you just you just don't you they suck fuck them right and I go for like you know I my whole family's from near Guadalajara so we all we're all chivistas and it just became so much of an issue that you know they wanted me to convert. You know, that kind of a deal. So I went neutral zone. I went so neutral zone. I just fucking, I just check what, check this out. I'm fucking, I go for Tijuana. And going for, like, Tijuana is like, it's going for, like, the dolphins, you know? It's like going for the lions. Like, nobody really cares if you go for them because they're so in the gutter. 
You know, it's like, ah, well, okay, I guess that's cool. Whatever, nobody nobody cares. Nobody's going to fight you for it. You know, it's not like going for the Patriots or some shit. But um, definitely felt like that kind of a night of fights. I was going back and forth, like, with Brandon. I was like, oh, yeah, go Tijuana, go Cholos, you know. And then and then freaking Irene Aldana comes out with a freaking knockout from, like, from straight, like from, the, like, from tequila, you know. Like, she just comes out with that agave head kick, and, and she fucks up, you know. Ketlin Vieira, it was it was great to see because going into that fight, I thought I thought Vieira was gonna just dominate her with her jujitsu. I mean, with her judo. Um, I was, I'm not maybe I'm not fucking too keen on like the grappling down in 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 Guadalajara. You know, in other parts, I'm sh- I'm sure it's a kind of a big deal. They had like the combat jujitsu in Monterrey a little while ago, so. I know they're they're pretty hip to it down there, but you know once you go further south, I think it becomes harder to find places, um, and especially with like a real legit judo person. I, I just I wanted to see if she could keep it standing, and you know she's also had troubles with people on the on the feet, but not not here, man, not here. She avoided the clinch, a fucking super technical. Dare I say, looking fucking great. Like yeah, she's looking the best ever. So Irene Aldana comes out with the win, fucking beautiful. So, you know, go Guadalajara. I might bring out my freaking Chivas jersey, you know, straight wear it around the house the whole week, that kind of a thing. Great, great fight. So it, it, was, it was awesome. And then next, man, next was the freaking Mike Perry and Jeff Neal fight. Holy fucking shit. If you, Mike Perry, man, you got to give it up to him for always making it an interesting fight. Win or lose, doesn't matter. He is coming out to fucking, to give you a show. Unfortunately, because of that, you know, he, it opens him up for all kinds of crazy shit. And, you know, first round, you know, minute 30 into the round, that's it. He gets, you know, he gets knocked down. You know, you got to wonder, like, if his style is like that in the gym, he gets knocked out like that, or is it just, I mean, go go, Jeff Neal. You know, finding that space and getting in, knocking him out. It was it was good for him. You know, Mike Perry still excited to see his next fight. You know, the record's not looking too good right now. Uh, Jeff Neal's thirteen and two. Mike Perry's thirteen and six. So, you know, the best of luck to him. We'll see what happens. And that was that was the. The, the prelim main event, man. So, again, to me, like, I was watching these, and this was as good as any main card, you know, since I, I knew a lot of these fighters. I was excited to see them, you know, kind of duke it out and see what the hell was going to, how the cards were going to fall for sure. God, this coffee's fucking sick, man. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm, like, on my second cup, and I think you could fucking tell. Woo! Good thing nobody's in the house, man. Good thing nobody's in the house to be like, what the fuck is he rambling about? Main card. Main freaking card. Of the shit I wanted to talk about. So freaking Uriah Faber comes out to fight Peter Yan and and gets put away, you know, the third round. Um, fuck Uriah. Hey man, you know, I I, I met I met Uriah at freaking at a club in Vegas, which sounds like very typical, I think, because uh, I never, I never go to clubs. And then it was freaking trippy. I like look over to one side, 
And there's fucking, there's, there was, it was Uriah, it was Nate Diaz, and it was freaking, at the time, TJ hanging out with Uriah. So, like, we took a picture with TJ. That's when he was the champ and shit. Yeah, and they're, they're so small, man. They're, they're smaller than me, and all I thought was, oh, yeah, they could fucking murder me easily, any one of them, you know? Um, but Uriah's almost 40, uh, and I still wouldn't say that shit to his face. He would still fucking murder, but fuck, you could just tell the, the, the speed advantage and all that stuff went to Peter. Um, yeah, I guess we'll see what happens, you know, in the future for Uriah. He didn't have to come back. I think he's cemented himself as, you know, one of the greatest in the sport. And and outside of it too, so I don't know. Kind of a kind of a weird fight. Uh, same kind of a deal for th- this is kind of where the card went. Kind of crazy for me. This was already like you know the card started at seven, and then you know it was like fucking decision row, like straight up decision row, nonstop. Th- th- like it was just one after the other, <laughs> and it. They were just, they were fucking lagging, man. They were lagging. And and the more, you know, it was later, so I was like, I'm going to fucking pour myself a cocktail. So I'm out there pouring myself a little mezcal cocktail with some squirt, you know, and some, you know, some no tajina on the corner, that kind of a deal with some, some thick, uh, you know, salt from Colima and shit on the rim. Fucking wonderful. Having a great time. Having a great time. But the decision between Marlon Marias and Jose Aldo, that whole fight, man, Aldo looked great. Aldo looked great. Um, I'm not really seeing, like, all that world beaterness coming out of Marlon Marias now, you know? Like, he, when he was fighting for the title, when he was coming up the ranks, he just looked like like a like a Superman, you know? Like, who the fuck is going to be able to stop this train? And he gets up there, and he has, you know, he has some tough fights. And and then we have this one, a close decision, but he, you know, comes out with the win. And, and all right, I mean, you know, Jose Aldo did a lot to cut weight and it looked amazing he just uh you know just didn't do enough I guess by the you know by the judge's viewpoint but yeah I mean I if it was if it was a draw I would have been like okay all right whatever super long fight man super long fight and then we had Amanda Nunez uh versus Jermaine Durandame god that fight so I, I definitely didn't want Jermaine to win fucking at all. So I'm glad Amanda came out with that decision win. But, you know, it was – it had its tough moments. It kind of kind of felt like the first fight that they had. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't want to see a rematch, though. Uh, Amanda did do enough. But, yeah, man, Jermaine. I, I, I'm always going to throw that stink <clears> – <throat> After what she did to to Holly Holm, you know that kind of a thing. So it was it was if you don't if you guys don't know, she fought Holly Holm and she hit her after the bell, not once but twice. It, it was so blatant and so obvious. Nothing was no no points were taken off, none of that. And then the fuck and she wins the belt. And then they ask her to fight Cyborg and she fucking gives up the belt. Like she's like, ah, oh, my hand hurts, making every excuse up in the world, that kind of a deal. It, it she was. Uh, it just it was the worst situation to plague that belt you know ever it was it was it was terrible so f- me forever she will she always have that freaking weird stink and uh, you know good good shit on the man is for pulling it out and you got to ask yourself like where the fuck is she going to go now like she's kind of cleared everybody out um 
you know, they got rid of Cyborg, so that fight isn't really possible, you know. I just keep going around, maybe another Holly Holm fight. Like, that's that's pretty much it. Um, yeah, we'll see. And then the decision win, I was already fading, man. Mid, mid this fight, two more mezcals in, I was already fading. But uh, I woke up to see the decision. <laughs> I came out of my, like, my 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 stupor, my uh, my drunken haze, and it was Alexander Volkanovsky coming out with the win. What the fuck? That was, you almost felt like Max didn't do enough, but you also felt like, did Alexander Volkanovsky do more? You know, that kind of, did, did he, did, was his pressure, was, was all that clear? Like, was it clear, you know? And when it comes to a main, like, when it comes to a main event, when it comes to a championship fight, you almost want to see a definitive answer. Um, and you're just like, oh, all right, well, whatever. But the belt changed hands, and we'll see, we'll see what happens with uh, Volkanovsky, who he's going to fight, uh, if they're going to do a rematch, they were talking about doing a rematch in, in Australia. So we'll see, we'll see what happens with that. But yeah, definitely, definitely a tough win. Definitely a tough fight for both guys. But yeah, Max just looked a little, just a little different, you know, a little different, a little slower. Um, damn. And, Maybe Alexander Volkanovsky looked a little bit faster. Maybe that's what it is. Another freaking city kickboxing guy from New Zealand with Israel Adesanya and Kai Car France. So, you know, goddamn it, straight killing it, right? Straight killing at that gym. Um, yeah, I guess they figured out some stuff, a good game plan against Max, and, and there we go. And now the main event. Main event goes down. Fucking boom. It's like it's, the main event. Kamaru Usman versus Colby Covington for all the fucking marbles. God damn it. This fight was, it, it literally lived up to the fucking hype. It was the fucking dopest fight of the night. Every uh, There was some great fights. That shit was dope, man. It was dope. It, it felt like, it felt like two cups of coffee when I was watching. It felt like how I feel right now. Two cups of coffee. Boom. Coming out. It, I, it was like nine fucking something. <clears throat> Sorry, man. It was like nine fucking something, and these guys are fucking throwing like, like how we expected. Like all that shit talk was actually going down, man. It was, it was. I, I had to kind of give it two and two, you know. Like it kind of felt little even at moments, even after, even after freaking they said that, or Colby said in his corner that he broke, he his jaw is broken. When he said that, man, I was like, holy fucking shit! You, it, you know. No bullshit aside, you know, I'm fucking Mexican as fuck, and I don't like that whole, you know, just the whole Trump shit when it comes when it comes into play. But, you know, Kobe, that's his, that's his fucking character. And, you know, who knows how much of it is true, how much of it he believes, and how much of it's just a stunt to keep him in the UFC so he doesn't get cut. And, you know, all that stuff. Whatever. I mean, obviously the fucking, when he has, like, stripper chicks or, you know, Instagram models with them on, on IG, like, you, you got to imagine. I mean, they, they look like they don't want to be there. Like, they look like they're probably getting trafficked, you know? Like, like mm, it looks a little, it's, it doesn't look a little. It looks fucking weirdly strange, and it's, it's kind of, uh, but when it comes to fighting, fucking amen. He said he had a broken jaw, and he fought till the end of the fucking fight. 
they opened up towards the end, and then Kamaru comes out with this fucking straight from from straight from Lagos, man. He comes out with this straight from Nigeria, and it, it just like it just like Kobe owed him something, man. Knocked him the fuck down, gets on top of him. You know, a lot of people are saying he, you know, doesn't let him up, but I think those are a lot of weirdly casual fans. But it was it was gonna go downhill from there, you know. It just it, he was had a mounted, he was hitting them, and and yeah, the referee saw enough. Uh, the fight the fight ends in in the fifth round, and that's it, man. Fucking Kamaro cements himself as as a fucking badass, and I mean we already knew that, but this really was a fucking giant test, and. You know, Kobe runs out of the fucking stadium, and then that's that's pretty much it. So, you know, all in all, that was that was probably the, that this this fight card was so dope. It lived up to the hype. It was totally something worth checking out. So, yeah, if you guys get a chance, you know, I mean, you know, download that shit. It's probably somewhere. It's probably it's probably has a torrent somewhere and just relive the experiences and stuff. And, Excited to see a lot of people fighting uh, their next fights. But um, also in boxing news and stuff, uh, Teofimo Lopez, man, uh, fucking strong name. I didn't know about Teofimo um, uh, until, you know, some guy, Gil, put me on. Uh, he was the one that did all the freaking fight shorts for him and stuff like that. And Teofimo freaking goes out and fights Comey in a very experienced fucking um, – boxer and whatnot, Teofimo's been undefeated, he's been knocking everybody, this was, this was for top rank, uh, they were the co-main event, and it was, and he comes out, and he knocks him out in the second round, how fucking dope is Teofimo, like, he's just been knocking motherfuckers out, uh, definitive wins quickly, and he fucking does a front flip every freaking time. He celebrates with a front flip. God dang. Not tired at all, right? Not tired at all. Not not tired at all. But he's like a he's a Honduran kid from Brooklyn. Super interesting to watch his fights. Already he's gonna be the person that's gonna be fighting Lomachenko, uh Loma in April, uh, which will be the fucking toughest fight. Because you already can imagine that Lomachenko you know, Lomachenko's not going to be there for, you know, he's not going to be waiting for those big power shots. You know, he's going to be moving around. Uh, I hope they can kind of figure out, plan around that, because you see a lot of camps that just go, he's not going to be able to deal with your power, you know, that kind of a thing. Kind of Andy Ruiz-esque and just, you know, don't do anything different, not a, you know, just believe too much of their own hype. I hope that's not the case, because this kid looks fucking amazing, uh, for sure, definitely a fight to watch. Can't wait to see it. Um, it's super exciting. Super exciting. Great, great person to see. That 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 was that was the fight of the night there for me, definitely. Uh, but that's it. I think that's it, man. Uh, that that's the fights I saw. If you guys saw anything, hit me up. What did you see from fights this weekend that you enjoyed? Did I miss something? That kind of a deal. These are just like little, you know, I spent so much time watching these fights. Might as, might as well go out and talk about it. Here on the Golpe Show. Peace. Yeah.